This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Heartsong Herbs. Heartsong Herbs is a farm and apothecary based in Athens, Georgia. They are proudly part of a growing movement of regenerative agriculture farming that prioritizes soil health to grow beyond organic. Founder Dana Nevins produces herbal tinctures and beauty care products with the vigor and potency of plants found as they grow in the wild right outside of her door. This high quality herbal medicine is available in two ounce formulas that aid in everything from immune support to anxiety relief. Find Heartsong Herbs at various Athens retailers or online at www.heartsongherbs.com. That is www.heartsongherbs.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Paper Boutique. Being part of someone's special day is getting to be part of making lasting memories. At the Paper Boutique, inspiration and passion comes from the stories and personalities of their clients. Whether it's a business party celebrating a milestone, a baby shower for someone who has waited her whole life to be called mommy, or even high school sweethearts who knew that they would be together forever, the Paper Boutique create custom invitations for any and every type of special event including holiday parties wedding invitations baby announcements and save the dates please visit their online store at gtrbusinesssystems.com slash paper boutique or follow the link in the description below again that is gtrbusinesssystems.com slash the paper boutique or follow the link in the descriptions below. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Coastal Bear Farms podcast. I'm your host, Dejan Yerby, coming to you straight out of Athens, Georgia. Hopefully, you guys had another great weekend. I did. Had a lot of fun. Hung out by my lake with my dogs. But that's not what you guys are here for. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about overwintering and the processes and the mistakes people make when they try to do overwintering. So, in the past... Normally, what overwintering meant is you would grow yourself to full maturity, the winter would come, freeze everything, so that the stuff that you grew from full to full maturity will be ready for the spring of next year. People usually do this with broccoli and cabbage and cauliflower, stuff like that. They'll let it get frosted on, go through the whole entire winter process, and then when spring comes, they'll sell whatever they overwintered. Now... Normally, that's how you would do it, but there's a big, big problem with that and that the fact of when your stuff is fully grown and fully mature, mature, did I say mature? Yeah, who cares? It might be Irish. But when your stuff is fully mature and is ready to harvest and if you leave it in the ground and let the cold weather freeze everything and then when it starts to heat up 
and the spring comes, guess what happens? That stuff at full maturity, when it get hit with that real heat, it will bolt. Now, if you don't know what bolting is, bolting is basically when your crops begin to flower. So, yes, like your broccoli, your cabbages, um, your kale, your collards, that stuff will start to flower. That's when you will start seeing what your kale plant will actually look like if you let it go full on, full on to a full on growth. When it bolts, that's when you start seeing the flowers. That's when you can start harvesting kale and broccoli seeds. That's when uh, you just start seeing the prettiest yellow flowers on your crops, which you don't want because when your stuff bolts, guess what? It tastes disgusting. It's the worst bitter tasting stuff in the world. I hate it. Whenever somebody gives me something and it tastes super bitter, I'll look at them and be like, did this bolt? Because it had to have bulk to taste this bitter. It does not taste sweet. It tastes really bitter. So that's the biggest problem when you try to do overwintering is when your stuff is fully mature and you let all that snow and stuff hit it. And then when it's time to sell it in the spring, the minute it get hit with any type of real heat, it will begin to bulk because it's past maturity at that point. And you did not stay on top of harvesting and cutting it back so they would try to regrow and regrow and regrow. You didn't do any of that. Is at full maturity, it's ready to bloom. When it gets some heat, guess what? It's going to bloom. It's plants doing plant stuff. So when people start doing overwintering, that's their mindset in doing it. And yes, it is a cool trick because when your stuff does go through a heavy frost, there's a chemical release that goes out through your plants that makes them a whole lot sweeter when you eat them. But the only problem is, again, once it get hit with any type of real heat, it will start to bolt. And you do not want any of that, especially when you're at a farmer's market and you're trying to persuade people that you have great tasting stuff. Or if you're trying to sell to a restaurant and tell them that you have great tasting stuff. So what you should do and what I figured out a long time ago is when you're doing overwintering, instead of thinking it as it in that process, you should think of it as this is nature's refrigeration to where I'm able to grow, not grow, but harvest my stuff for a longer period of time if you take a, a page out of the northern farmers books so you're a georgia farmer or if you're some type of southern farmer and you try to do the overwintering process if you take a page out of their book they grow a lot of stuff at once so like how we would probably have two rows of broccoli they're going to have six rows of broccoli if we have two rows of kale they're going to have six rows of kale the reason for that is when you harvest the stuff, especially when it gets cold and it's frosting, your kale and stuff will grow back. The only problem is it grows back super slow. And if you have multiple, multiple rows that are ready to harvest, those are multiple, multiple harvests that you can and is a different type of secessioning. When you overwinter stuff and it gets so cold, basically your plants stop growing. They will stop to grow. So if they're fully mature, they will not go past that point. If they're still trying to grow, they basically get stopped in their tracks and they're not going to grow anymore until it starts to warm up or there's a little bit more sunlight. But they will still be able to grow. It's just not going to come as fast as you would like it. And sometimes they will grow back a little bit smaller because it's taking so much effort for them to try to grow. So if you're going to do an overwintering process, you should treat it as this is something for me to hold on to my mature crops longer so that I can continue to sell 
if you're doing a year-round farmer's market, this is great for you. Or if you're selling to restaurants and you want to do a year-round, this is great for you. Or if you're doing a CSA, that's something great for you. Now, for example, how I do it is when I grow carrots, a lot of people will always look at me and say, hey, why do you plant all your carrots at once in the back end of the year going into the winter? Because usually you would succession your carrots. You would plant one row one week, and when it germinates, then you will plant your next row the next week. With me, I don't succession by the end of the year. I will just plant everything all at once, let it all get to maturity all at once, and when we start getting those heavy frosts, it will just freeze in the ground, and it's ready for me to harvest whenever I'm ready to harvest it. And that's how it's going to be a different type of secessioning. So instead of secessioning as in planting, you're going to be secessioning as in harvesting. So if you harvest one bed, you still have multiple other beds to harvest from for the next few weeks until it starts to warm back up again. So when you're using overwintering, you should actually think of it as this is nature's refrigerator this is nature allowing me to grow everything at once so that it can just go to a standstill and I can harvest stuff at a steady pace that I want to harvest everything at. So again, if you're a farmer that grows through the winter, for example, let's say this, you want to grow through the winter and you want to sell broccoli all through the winter. You would start your broccoli in August, plant it in September. It will be ready to go to the farmer's market in November and then when we start getting very heavy frost, everything will freeze over and you'll still be able to harvest your broccoli going into those very harsh winter months until it warms back up again to where you can start to plant your broccoli again for the next upcoming season. But all the broccoli that you planted at once will be ready to go and be ready to harvest whenever you want it, to, whenever you want to harvest it. You don't have to worry about, oh, once it's ready, I have to harvest it now. Nope. Once it's ready, you can let it sit there, let nature do its thing, let it freeze everything, and just harvest it as you go. And again, with that process of whenever your crops get hit with a heavy frost, they release some type of chemical where it makes the crop a whole lot sweeter. It's the sweetest thing that you'll ever taste. It is amazing. And that is something great for people that do go to some type of winter market where they can get very sweet tasting crops and them people will have the staple with you of, hey, he grows really, really great stuff. We should stick with him or her through the whole entire year. So that's how you should treat overwintering. You should not treat it as I'm going to hold my stuff here, let it get ready for the spring so that I can have it and be the first person to have it in the spring. That's not going to work out for you, especially you live in an area where you have a very wet winter, you want to harvest that stuff at a steady pace because if you let your fully mature stuff go through, let's say, three months of a winter where it's raining heavy, it's very cold, you're going to get hit with a different type of mold, some of your stuff is going to rot, and you are going to lose a lot of money on stuff that you possibly could have been selling that whole entire time while you were trying to sit there and wait for it to uh, wait for it so that it'll be ready for the spring so that you could try to be the first person to have it. It doesn't work out that well for everybody. And I know some people are going to say, well, if I have a greenhouse, I can let it sit in my greenhouse and wait. Well, since the greenhouse is naturally going to get either 10 or 20 degrees hotter than what's going on outside, if you let your stuff try to overwinter inside of a greenhouse or a hot tunnel house or a hoop house, 
You can't do this method. You can't do the overwintering process. Your stuff is going to be ready to grow. And if you let it continue to grow inside of your greenhouse, even though it's cold outside and there's less sunlight, once you get to the spring and it starts to warm up a little bit, again, it gets 10 to 20 degrees hotter than what it is outside inside of a greenhouse and a hot tunnel house. Your stuff is going to bolt a whole lot faster than everybody else's stuff is going to bolt. So if you're going to put it in the greenhouse, you can, but you're not going to get the results that you think you're going to get. Trust me. I've seen other people do it, and every single time, their stuff grows a little bit slower, and the minute it heats up, their stuff just bolts, and it's like, why did I do this? So I'm telling you guys now, if you're trying to treat overwintering as the process of, I'm going to let all my stuff go to full maturity, let it hold over for the winter, and then sell it in the spring. It's not going to work out for you. What you should do is just plant everything that you can at once. Let it all get to maturity. And then when that hard frost comes, use it as your nature refrigerator and just harvest at a steady pace that you can have stuff to go through the whole entire winter. Now, if you're a home gardener, you probably ain't going to be doing overwintering. You're probably going to go to a farmer's market and buy vegetables from a farmer because home gardeners, you can grow stuff through the winter and you can do this process, but you're not going to grow enough to make up for it. If you do this process, you're probably not going to grow enough broccoli to last you through the whole entire winter. It's just not possible, especially if you're a home gardener. Even if you have a gigantic field, you're going to be planting a bunch of one thing and you're probably going to get tired of that one thing. So... Most likely you're going to go to a farmer's market and just buy stuff from them or you're going to go to the restaurant or the grocery store or whatever. That's what most people do during the winter anyway. But if you are a home gardener and you do want to do this process, you can do the whole let it sit over the winter so that you can have it ready for the spring if you want to. You don't have to. If I was you, if I'm a home gardener, I'm probably just going to go to a farmer's market and buy produce from an actual farmer. Or if I'm sitting at home and I have a home garden, I probably would just grow a bunch of stuff that I know that I can eat continuously and just harvest it slowly as the winter months go. And then when the spring comes, it's hit my garden with all my fun spring stuff. But hopefully that helped you guys out. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I will be at the Marigold Farmers Market this Saturday from 10 to 2 in Pitta Park. Uh, Hit that like and subscribe button. Thank you guys again for listening. Please send me any suggestions that you have for why you think overwintering might be a different process than what I'm explaining it. Because I love these debates and conversations I'm having with people and thinking of all these new different types of ways of how farmers should do growing seasons. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Cozy's out.